0: We hit 1,000 subscribers on our YouTube channel Did, for the podcast. Did we actually? I haven't even checked recently. Hey, yeah. hey 1,000 subs. 1,000 subscribers. All right. That's huge. That's awesome. Yeah, I can't believe it. Yeah, it's super sweet. I guess people are interested in money and being a content creator. Speaking of, doesn't matter where you look right now. <laughs> anywhere on social media all you keep hearing is nfts nfts we mentioned this before have you done your research now can you enlighten me about nfts yeah
1: so i've had you know i've had my tabs open i've been going crazy on google you know doing my research and I spent, you know, some late nights going down many different rabbit holes into NFTs, that's for sure. So, I mean, I'll do my best, but like I am for sure not an expert on NFTs because there's it's very it's a very deep rabbit hole to go down for sure. But <laughs> I'm going to I'm
0: going to assume you're way more of an expert than I am, though. Yeah.
1: <laughs> maybe, 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 but <laughs> I think it's, yeah, it's an incredibly interesting new thing that I think has like massive implications for the future of creators, finance, and maybe even the future of like the internet and stuff like that people are talking about, right? So I think the very first thing that's important to know about NFTs is, um, so first of all, NFT stands for non-fungible token. And so that word fungible there is a word that some people may
0: have not heard before. They're like, "What? what is that? Are we, are we talking about like fungi, like mushrooms <laughs> here or, or what?
1: Yeah, the, <laughs> some kind of mushroom dish. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like so fungible is a word that's usually used to describe um, something like normal money because something being fungible means that – so the easiest example is something like this. If you have – Um, like a $5 Canadian bill, and I have a $5 Canadian bill, those two things are the exact same thing for all intents and purposes. Even though they're not the exact same physical bill, it's still $5. That's kind of what fungible means. So in in the case of stuff like cryptocurrencies – normal cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and ethereum those can consider be considered to be fungible like they're each because unit, one
0: Bitcoin is the same as another Bitcoin Exactly. Technic, like it does the same ser- serves the same purpose
1: yeah it's exactly they they're equivalent but now we have something called a non-fungible token so this is something that's not that which basically means that each one is is unique each one is its own special thing that for all intents and purposes is not like anything else similar that might be created so for example um some of the more common nfts right now are things like um you know sports card like sports cards like basketball cards and stuff like that the nba top shots um
0: each one of those cards i I checked out top shot and it's like some of the some of the clips were going for like I don't know if that's the actual price, but like two hundred forty thousand dollars U.S. I'm yeah. like, what? Two hundred forty thousand dollars for like a dunk? Yeah. Uh, I, I, in my brain, at least, it's like, that's is that really gonna be valuable a year from now when there's been a hundred other dunks that are just as cool?
1: Yeah, that. I don't know. That's that's kind of the the big question, right? Like, it seems it seems really crazy and strange and weird but i think there's there's a few things to think about with nfts there's like the short term um part of it and then there's the long term part of it and the long terms where you start to get into some crazy things about how the future of the internet and technology might become essentially um there's this thing people are talking about called the metaverse which is crazy, and and we can get into that if you want to. but That's like like the Matrix, right? Yes. Kind of like living in the Matrix, essentially. (laughs) Essentially, yeah, like where physical reality and virtual reality kind of overlap each other. So owning these very valuable digital goods becomes actually potentially extremely valuable in the future. It's like owning a piece of art in the real world but then you now own it in this like matrix world that we
0: might live in someday, potentially. So what you're telling me is <laughs> that somebody bought that painting, that artist thing from Beeple, yeah. that whatever art piece, and they want to put it into their metaverse matrix house, <laughs> and that's why they paid $69 million for one piece of artwork <laughs> that's not even physical. It is on your computer. That's why
1: yes that or <laughs> or they're hoping somebody else comes along who buys that story more than they do and they sell it to them for even more money yeah. or, or that
0: <laughs> it's one of those two. i think I, I think and if like okay first off whenever something new comes along most people i would say or a lot of people have this reaction of like that's stupid mm-hmm. like i don't get it that's stupid it's bad it's evil it's what you know like it's it's wrong. Like, that's, I think, the automatic reaction with new technologies, new things that we don't understand. And so even my brain right away is like, that's just snake oil. Like, that there's no value to these things. And people are just placing insane value on them somehow. Um, but then I think those people who get really stuck on that miss the opportunity of these new things. And the more I'm thinking about this, I'm like, okay, maybe I don't necessarily agree with that way of using the NFTs, but this thing could be pretty interesting. Like, I think I heard Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, Gary V, talk about how, I don't know if he was like saying that he's actually going to do this or is it just an example, but like you could buy like a, whether it's like a card pass or something like that, and you would have all access uh passes to every single event that he's ever speaking at and you can come to like come to the backstage green room or whatever and hang out with him and that would be like the the thing that you're buying so it's it's almost like a ticket but it's something that you can't like you can't can't be taken away from you in a way or it's unique to you and you don't need to have like some you know physical ticket or something like that it's just like you have this access kind of thing so then when i heard that i was like okay okay that's interesting like i think there's a lot of different ways that NFTs could be used that right now we're using like the most basic form. And I, I'm sure there's like, uh, I don't know if enough enough about this stuff, but I'm sure there's like some sort of like tax reasons or something that people <laughs> are buying things like people's artwork for nine sixty nine million million. Like it's too hard to do real artwork like that nowadays. And they stay in like these free ports and stuff like that or whatever. Yeah. So maybe this is like their, their new way of doing all that. Um, but I think, I think it's going to lead to really interesting ways. And I, I, I want to stay open because I don't want to miss those opportunities to see like, Oh, I, I could maybe do something with these NFTs.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think that's a great point. Like I think we always approach stuff like that with skepticism, which is good because we don't want to get taken advantage of by things that actually are snake oil. But at the same time, yeah, we also don't want to close ourselves off to potentially great new opportunities. And um, the band Kings of Leon, I think was actually one of the first bands to release. I think it's like kind of similar to that backstage ticket that you're talking about with Gary Vee, they're releasing, I think, uh, a, a ticket that allows you to go to any of their shows. It's either lifetime mm. or for a year or something like that. And you get all these perks associated with that ticket too. So yeah, there are also these other use cases for it too, right? Because When something's like an NFT, you know for sure that that's the only copy of that specific one. So let's say there's like 100 of them and you own like number 51. You for sure own number 51. So it has that like security feature that I think a lot of people are going to find really valuable with it.
0: Even practically, for example, right now I sell presets, looks, LUTs for, you know, if people want to kind of like emulate my color grade, I sell those. But there's no way for me to like, um, you know, secure those. Basically, anybody right now could just take it and sell it to the next person or give it to the next person. There's nothing I can do about that. And I, I've, we've actually I've found a bunch of people trying to sell them, sell my LUT packs on like some like on, uh, you know, eBay or somewhere like that. And I'm <laughs> like, what the heck? Like, dude, what are you doing? Kind of thing. Or or there's another guy who had a course and he was giving away mine and Peter's stuff in the course. I'm like, dude, you can't do that. That's that's illegal. Like we're going to have to get some lawyers on you soon. And then they take it down. Um, But NFTs could be the way to, you know, just practically make sure that nobody is misusing this product that I'm selling, essentially.
1: Yeah exactly and I think another thing too that's really important um, that I probably should have mentioned earlier is that the best way to think about nfts if if you're just starting to learn about them and you're having a hard time understanding them and their use cases and wrapping your head around them is don't think of the nft as the the product itself think of the nft as the autograph on that product because right. it's not necessarily the product that's being sold it's more that it's kind of like an autographed version of this product that has the authenticity of the autograph because a lot of people say you know with digital art like you can just you know right click save as save that picture to your computer and then you have the art too so it's like why would somebody pay for it right but you don't have this like special odd digitally autographed copy of it and that's what people are really paying for
0: Yeah, there's like this, I think part of the NFTs in the very basic sense will be essentially like digital copyright, Mm -hmm. just like with the let's like actually owning something and making sure that the right people have the right things. But then I think it also, I think it's going to open up a lot of different kind of economies or ways of making money. For example, I could imagine right now, for example, if you wanted to make your own sneaker, I bet you it's a pretty hard business to get into. Like if you want to design a sneaker and then like get it sold, you would probably have to sell quite a few to make money off of them. But yeah. then there's this whole like hype beast, hype, hype I I don't know what I'm talking about, but like people collecting sneakers and stuff like that. And I can imagine a world where when you buy this, like, you know, I make a sneaker and it comes with this NFT, and now, because you can build in things like uh, royalties into NFTs, right? So now, when I sell this sneaker, uh, I can't sell it for fi- five thousand dollars. Nobody's going to buy it for five thousand. But I can sell it for maybe three hundred dollars. And then my my brand gets like you know better and better, and the value of that sneaker goes up. And then that guy sells it to the next person for seven hundred dollars, and I get ten percent royalty on that. And then it keeps going like that. So you could essentially get reoccurring income from a sneaker, which has never been able to like I don't think I don't think that's ever been done before where like you could essentially make something like a physical product, like a sneaker into a reoccurring income stream. Whereas there's a lot of digital things that are like that, you know, like I sell stock footage or whatever. It's kind of like reoccurring income from the same footage. But this is doing that in the physical world now. So that that could open up a whole new world where I could make my own sneaker, and I don't have to try to sell it for five thousand dollars to make you know make the money back that it took to actually make the sneaker. But yeah, I might get reoccurring income from it. It might it might become a legit business.
1: So what you're saying is we should design a sneaker. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, the creator coin <laughs> sneaker is coming out next next month. <laughs>
1: get the hot drop. <laughs>
0: But is th- I think that that stuff is super interesting where I've actually gotten already some offers or like companies contacting me where they they want to do something with me to make something where then like I would get a percent of it and then I would also get royalties as it gets like sold from one person to the next. So it, it becomes this interesting reoccurring income stream. So I'm really curious. I, I, think, I think content creators should be very very aware of what's happening with these nfts there's a lot of you know big players already in like you know the logan paul's are already like very much into this stuff um so i I, as a content creator like i think this could enable new areas of content creation and being able to monetize that in a better way maybe it's musicians are able to use nfts or you know sneakerheads who want to make a channel and you know just sell you know 10 pairs of sneakers a month and that could actually lead to a generous income. I think it's going to I think it's gonna be really interesting. Yeah, and and as things
1: become increasingly digital, I think you'll see a lot of different industries like merge together. You'll see, you know, because um, there's already a lot of applications for NFTs and stuff like gaming, you know, unique skins for your characters, for like your guns or whatever, stuff like that. I think you'll see a lot of those unique collectibles in areas like that. I think you'll see them kind of merge together. Um, I think it was Travis Scott or, or somebody like that who did like a concert in Fortnite, if I'm not mistaken. And that was kind of like a merging of like music and gaming, right? So I think you'll continue to see these things merge together as the world becomes more digital. And then these things will have more use applications and become more valuable through that.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's always hard to imagine like the end game of something like NFTs, like the the metaverse and having like your own own house in the matrix. And I have the people like, <laughs> painting on the wall and people are coming over and looking at my, I think that's so hard to imagine. Yeah. But, you know, with these baby steps, all of a sudden, you know, something like that might be more realistic. But I, I think that I think we're super far from that. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that nfts won't have really important uses i i'm actually like i'm starting to be more and more of a believer of like there could be really important uses Uh, you know like maybe it is just simple like you become a part of my club you have like access to everything i do or something or access to mentorship with me or something like that if you purchase this nft i don't know might be interesting
1: yeah. And you can, you know, say, you know, there's a hundred of these, you know, membership passes or whatever. And they're all they're all minted on the blockchain. And yeah, you get one of those. Have,
0: have you thought about anything that you're going to do with NFTs yet? Uh, or it's too,
1: too fresh? No, nah, I I don't think so. I've I've just been trying to learn about them, but I haven't thought of what I, it's it's funny because I've had more ideas for like what other people could do with them. I feel like I'm good at coming up with yeah. ideas for other people more than myself. It's like, oh hey, you could you could make that into an NFT or this whatever. Yeah. But then
0: for me, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I I'm 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 definitely skeptical of this whole like minting random things like, like, uh, Jack Dorsey, I think just sold his like first, the the very first tweet tweet on Twitter. I think that's what it was. Right. And like, it was like three or $2.9 million or something like that. Like I'm, I'm pretty skeptical about that kind of stuff. Like, is there actual value to that? I don't know. Like maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't understand art. Maybe I don't understand any of this stuff. Um, but I think there's going to be a lot of other uses that are going to make sense to the, to the average person and be like, yeah, that's legit. Like that whole sneaker reoccurring income thing. It's like, oh, that's sick. Now I can become, uh, like, I can make sneakers and make a living off of this without having to be a big company like Nike.
1: Yeah. And I think one thing too, that's very important to keep in mind though, is that, you do need to be careful if you're somebody who's like entering the space and trying to buy certain things because there will be a lot of things that don't go up in value that become worthless, right? So you need to be very careful. And also keep in mind that cryptocurrencies experience kind of like cyclical periods where there'll be like a, a bull run that lasts, you know, two-ish years and then it'll go into a bear market and this cycle tends to repeat and i feel like that'll also kind of apply to nfts because they're also on the blockchain and stuff like that so right now we're in a bull run and there's a lot of hype a lot of excitement but i just think people should be very careful about thinking those conditions will last forever
0: yeah, I just want to be clear. I have not bought any NFTs, and I am not ready to do so yet. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I haven't bought any either. All right, well, let me know when you figure out what we should do with these NFTs, or should we just make the sneakers? Let's
1: make the sneakers. Let's <laughs> take the sneakers. <laughs>